Hey there, Badger Nation. Thanks for joining today. You know, Warren Buffett sits and reads for the first hour of every day. Me, I sit down and study Amazon PPC campaigns, looking for trends in the high-performing ones, the ones that always hit their ACoS, as well as the accounts that struggle to hit their ACoS, so I can be a more informed Amazon marketer, and so I can share it with you, dear members of Badger Nation. So whether you're driving in the car or cleaning up around the house or at the gym, for me right now, it's a quiet morning. It's a rainy morning. And I'm sitting near the window in the reading nook, analyzing some Amazon ad accounts this morning. And as I look at the rain flow down the live oak tree in my front yard, a gentle sound sweeps through the tree's leaves onto the gray sunrise. That sound is the sound of two Amazon advertising accounts with a very low ACoS. Let's take a look here. Now, what are the characteristics of an account with a low ACoS? I've always studied this, and today, in October 2023, was another time to study this. I want to know things like, what percentage of their keywords are broad, phrase, modified, broad, or exact? What's the breakdown of their auto manual sponsor or sponsored display? In other words, what is the spend breakdown for a high-performing, low-ACoS account? So the first account I'm looking at is an account that spends $7,500 a month in the U.S. All three accounts are in the U.S. at a 21% ACoS. The account spends 90% on sponsored products, 9% on sponsored brands, and almost nothing, just 1% on sponsored display. It's a pretty interesting breakdown there. Heavy, heavy sponsored products. The average keywords and targets per ad group is just 10, which is very low under the recommended 30 or fewer keywords or targets per ad group, per campaign actually. It has an ACoS power ratio of 1.5. If you don't know what that is and it's the first time that you're hearing about an ACoS power ratio, I highly recommend uh, just search ACoS power ratio uh, PPC Den into Google and you'll find it. Essentially what it is, it's the ratio of your account level ACoS, so just your normal ACoS for all of your search terms, versus the ACoS of things with an order. So what I mean by that is you might have a 50% account ACoS, and then when you look at just the things that got orders, you have a 10% ACoS. That would be an ACoS power ratio of 50 over 10, which would be 5x. That would represent an account with lots and lots of bloat. So all the way down at 1.5x ratio, that's actually really conservative. Uh, that's actually not doing a ton of testing. It's relatively tight. Uh, they have 73% manual and 27% auto. They have 44% on exact match, 30% on broad, 25% on modified broad, and almost nothing on phrase, uh, which is pretty interesting breakdown there. So heaviest on exact, then broad, then modified broad, almost no phrase. And this is a question I keep getting asked, like, hey, should I get rid of my phrase uh, and just you replace it with modified broad? So you can imagine maybe this account a year ago had 20%, 25% phrase and has since moved that over to modified broad. There's lots of good reason for that. Um, so let's just continue analyzing this. It only has 3% of its ad spend on self-branded terms and only 1% on competitor terms. So if I could summarize this account a over here, this first account, 21% ACoS, 
a lot of control, does not take many risks, aim for its ACOS targets, and doesn't do much else. Uh, it has good control over sort of what it's targeting uh, and what it won't target. So it's very intentional about how it's, it doesn't try to pad its numbers with branded traffic, nor spike its ACOS for conquesting. So pretty interesting, uh, very disciplined account here. Uh, so let's see if we can jump into account two, also with a low ACOS, and see if there's any similar ratios. So account number two, they spend almost, they spend more than 10 times more than account A. Uh, they spend 90,000 a month. However, they also have an ACoS of 21%. So let's investigate. 88% sponsored products, 9.5% sponsored brands, and 2% sponsored display. That is a near identical breakdown of campaign type, spend by campaign type, as account one. Is this sort of the code to getting a low ACoS, being heavy on sponsored products, direct response, get the sales, get the clicks deep in the funnel, 88% sponsored products, 90% sponsored products, very little sponsored display. It's pretty interesting. Uh, when we take a look at the average keywords per campaign, they have 27 keywords per campaign. It's a bit higher, but it's still in sort of the pass fail. It's still passing for being under 30, typical recommended range. The ACoS power ratio is 1.3, which is actually very similar, but a bit tighter than account A. They are 70% manual and 30% auto. That's almost identical to the 73-27 split we saw in the previous account. So really interesting there. Um, so similar sort of breakdown in sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored display. Uh, also pass fail, keywords per campaign, it's under 30. Um, ACoS power ratio, very tight. You know, both of them were 1.5 or lower. 70% uh, manual targeting, 30% auto targeting. That's also very similar. So, so far we have a near identical breakdown. Then we got to some divergence. Only 6% exact match, 50% broad match, no modified broad, and 44% phrase. This is certainly the biggest difference between accounts. So the first thing that I always say when someone asks me like, hey, should I dump my phrase for modified broad? I'm gonna to point to this account. It's not so much what your match types are, it's more so how you use them. This second account also had a whopping massive amount of negative keywords, reeling in those phrase matches and broad matches, keeping it under control. I would have expected, you know, an account 50% broad match, 44% phrase match to be drowning in irrelevant spend, but it's not. It really is intentional about what it targets. And then it's really diligent about negatives. You know, this account has been running for quite some time. It's got loads of negatives trimming out irrelevant terms. It does lots of n-gram analysis to trim out those irrelevant terms. So really, really good work there, keeping it tight uh, because the ACoS power ratio is actually more tight. It's actually tighter than account A, despite its match type. So it's not just your match types, it's actually how you use your overall campaign tools available. So similar ACoS, similar power ratio, ACoS power ratio, similar breakdown, auto versus manual. Very interesting. So the question there is really, well, if those are the components, having a really tight ACoS power ratio is a good sign that you're going to be a low ACoS campaign. Uh, the sponsored products, sponsored brands, sponsored display breakdown of sort of 90, 10, 1% sponsored display, you know, that sort of breakdown, very similar. Now let's throw in another one and see if we can draw some conclusions from three account analyses. 
Here we're gonna be looking at an account with a 60% ACoS. They've been really struggling to keep this down. This account spends uh, in the ballpark of $100,000, $120,000 a month in ad spend. So really struggling to keep it down. So this account, similar breakdown in the campaign types. They spend 72% sponsored products, 25% sponsored brands, and 3% sponsored display. Uh, okay, so it, this is actually a diversion point. Uh, this is a big difference, actually, in the campaign type. 22% lower sponsored product spend and 100% more sponsored brand spend. Again, you know, previously, you know, we had about 10%, 9% sponsored brands. Now we have 25%. That's more than 100% jump in sponsored brand spend. And previously we had like uh, 88 and 90% sponsored products. Now we're down to 72% sponsored product spend. So right off the bat, we have a difference in breakdown of the campaign spend by type. Then it gets even weirder. Auto versus manual split. Auto campaigns are, are bad, right? This account had only 1% auto campaigns, 99% manual spend. Kind of wild. Uh, basically what they did here, they graduated almost every single search term from auto into manual, uh, which we'll come back to in a little bit, but a big difference there. ACOS power ratio of this one was 1.6. So a bit, bit higher than the previous uh, sort of 1.3, 1.5, you know, sort of logarithmic. So the difference between a 1.7 and a 1.5 is actually uh, very high. So a bit high here. They had a 56% ACoS total for sponsored products, for example, but things with orders was a 30%. Um, so that was a 1.6x power ratio for our sponsored products. Branded keywords, also quite low. A lot of low brand spend today. In terms of match type breakdown, exact was 35%, phrase was 14, broad 37, and modified broad 14%. So what can we sort of walk away with here? You know, years ago, I made the recommendation of an ideal split of sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored display. I still think that holds true even to this day. I sort of said 80% of your spend should be going towards sponsored products. And here we've got two accounts that are 90% sponsored products uh, and very low sponsored brands. I still believe there's good opportunity for those first two accounts to actually take some of their very best keywords from sponsored products and just amplify them and get a little bit more traffic from sponsored brands. The ACoS for sponsored products and sponsored brands should be the same. Uh, you should not have an ACoS difference between your sponsored products and sponsored brands. If you are, you're doing something off. You're using sponsored brands more like sponsored display. Instead, you should be using sponsored brands more like sponsored products, in my opinion, to keep your ACoS in check. So you should have the same ACoS for sponsored products, sponsored brands. That's 80% sponsored product spend, 15% sponsored brand spend, and just a small amount of sponsored display, um, making the recommendation here 5% or less. From there, it really seems the third account had the, big, the biggest difference is, of course, auto campaigns. And this is a campaign structure quirk that I've noticed more and more in the last six months. People are hyper-segmenting their accounts to the point where, you know, the, in this account, it has no automatic targeting whatsoever. The issue with that is when you look at the things with one order or more a week, you know, the keywords with one order or more per week, it's actually incredibly low in account C in the third account here. So what does that mean? When you have an auto campaign, you have one target, it might be close match or substitutes with, you know, 10 orders a month. 
As soon as you break that up, as soon as you split that into 10 separate search terms, now you're going to end up with 10 search terms where each individual term doesn't get one order a week. So what does that do to you? Well, that means you're bidding on something that's going to get lots of clicks potentially for 29 days before it gets an order, giving you really herky-jerky, difficult-to-manage campaigns. So with campaign structure, I always recommend people know when to combine things and know when to split them out. In this third account, it's so hyper-manual. It's so split out that actually it's struggling to keep its A cost under control and it could actually be benefited by an auto campaign where that's lower cost, that you have more bid confidence because you know your close match, your, your loose match, your complements and substitutes have you know 10 orders a month instead of 40 separate search terms uh, spread out in manual. So that's sort of a consideration here that I think is hurting account C. Uh, I also think it's using sponsored brands in a way for like discovery a little too hard. You know, it's spending 25% of its ad spend on sponsored brands, which is way over the recommendation. I would almost say if we were to go back and sort of shift some of that and rework their campaign structure, spend a little bit more on sponsored products, focus a little bit more on sort of low cost auto exploration. I think they'd be sitting a little bit pretty, maybe looking at some of those individual keywords they're bidding on for sponsored products that only have like one order every 60 days and see if maybe that could they could be captured through a low cost auto campaign. So the other thing too is the importance of a cost power ratio. You know, the higher your a cost power ratio gets, the less control you have. So even though the third account had a really you know, a really tight split into manual versus auto, it still had a lot of uh, broad match spend, a lot of phrase match spend, a lot of modified broad spend, um, that when it's split out so much could be better suited for grouping these terms so you could bit, have a little bit more bid confidence in it. So in short, the two first two accounts are very disciplined with whether or not they pad their numbers with branded traffic, with how hard they want to go after competitor traffic and that campaign type split really dialed in. The third account that we saw, a little too heavy on sponsored brands, a little too wild with their ACoS power ratio, as well as their match types weren't necessarily controlled as well as account two, which had a lot of negative keywords. So that's my rainy morning analysis. Uh, I'll now be able to better navigate situations in terms of looking at campaign sp t uh, campaign spend by campaign type. I think that's probably one of the biggest learnings here. Uh, the other big learning too is to not go too aggressive with your sponsored brands uh, because in that third account, the sponsored brands alone a cost was in like the 65% range, uh, really hurting that account. So definitely some pairing down to do there. Uh, in terms of match types, no match type is necessarily better than another, but it's more so about how you control those match types and the composition of how you're using those match types and whether or not you're too over-segmented. I think we're all really interesting takeaways from today's analysis. So I hope you enjoyed this analysis too. I'll be getting back here watching the rain slide down the leaves in the last days of the warm weather here in Austin. Have a good one, and I'll see you next week here on the PPC Den Podcast.